You are now tuned to Kiana Speaks, a podcast where life lessons are shared as an inspiration to courageously persevere and to own your story. I'm your host, Kiana, aka Coach Key. I started this podcast to encourage myself to not give up in life, and now I'm coaching women to also not give up in life by helping them remove shame, guilt, limited beliefs, and fears that have been perpetuated by their trauma. Find more information about me at www.kianaspeaks.com. When Kiana speaks, the healing starts. No herbalist, but the words I spit will leave you in deep thought. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Kiana speaks the waviest podcast. Tuh, ain't no debating. What it do, everyone? What are these scenes? How you going? Welcome to another episode of Kiana Speaks, and I am your host, Kiana, a.k.a. Coach Key. So this morning, I woke up with a lot on my mind, rather a brain dump of thoughts and emotions, and it reminded me of the reason why I created this podcast, to be a virtual sounding board so that other people who are perhaps thinking and experiencing the same that I am do not feel alone, and so that I can create somewhat of a virtual community. So what's been on your mind, Coach Key? Not trusting in the burning desire to control. At times, we have this burning desire to achieve something and or to do something, even if it's not a major accolade, and we struggle with, you know, trust. And I was thinking about trust in ourselves Trust as it relates to, you know, engaging with other people. And then it also popped into my head, trust in God's plans or trust that God is truly listening and will pull you through or will grant you whatever it is that you're asking for. And so a person said something to me that kind of like meddled uh, or stewed in my brain that really kind of came to my frontal this morning. And it was you know, always feeling like I had to have the last word, always feeling like I had to be um, in control and just figuring out the why. Like, why do I have like this kind of air of mistrust or that I'm always just trying to, you know, hijack, so to speak, um, situations. And it definitely comes from a lack of trust and modeling other people who embodied a lack of trust as well. So without getting into too much detail, um, I just kind of came over an episode where I realized that the more that I was trying to force something to happen in my life, the more that I was proving to myself how much I didn't trust the process. You know, I think we have this corporate mindset. Well, actually, I know we have this corporate mindset because we live in a corporate society. So we have this corporate mindset where we're so focused on the end goal the deliverable. You know, we identify the process, we identify the methodology, we identify the strategies, but we don't uh, presently stand in the process. We kind of focus on, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then when I blink my eye, when I go to sleep and wake up in the next day, whatever it is that I want, I'm going to get it. 
And because we don't trust the process, trust in our own intuition when it comes to maybe having to pivot or to rest or trust that our prayers are truly being um, listened to or heard rather by the creator, we will, you know, try to hijack that process by, you know, putting in what we think is controlling the situation to kind of expedite or to, you know, on our own give us what we want. And thinking over the past couple of years of my life, um, reflecting on how that really showed up in my life, um, I was reminded this morning of how necessary it is for me to really work on trusting myself, truly working on acknowledging that trusting in God is gonna make the process so much easier or at least help me to cope as I'm waiting And that I don't want to go back to feeling immense frustration. I don't want to go back to, you know, that that heaviness of suppression of emotions and thoughts. Like, I don't want to go back to those those negative feelings that were a result, unbeknownst to me at the time, of me trying to control, trying to force, not having trust, not having trust. And it sounds so simple, you would think that, oh, you know, you don't have trust, woo woo, but it's very deep to think that um, all your life or for a, you know, a span of time in your life, you, you lack trust and that lack of trust just took your whole world out of, you know, uh, a circadian or circadence um, because of that one, that one quality that you lacked. And so as I'm thinking about, you know, what I just went through, and the acknowledgement of not having trust. Now my mind has shifted to, well, okay, you acknowledge that you don't have trust in certain areas. You acknowledged how you are struggling to trust in certain areas. So what are you gonna do about it? Because that's the thing. That's the thing that I really wanna push on my platform is that I want us to acknowledge, identify, but then don't sit in that. I want us to ask ourselves, Okay, now that we know what the issue is, now that we know, you know, the roadblocks, what are we going to do to to help ourselves to get through it? What are we going to do small or big to to work through whatever that roadblock is? And so I'm asking myself, what am I going to do? Especially when it's something that you realize that you want so bad that you ultimately are not in control of. So with the situation that I'm personally experiencing, I have to embrace the bold truth that I can change the methodology. I can be persistent in working towards my end goal. But if I don't trust that God is listening to me, if I don't trust that for every seemingly door that closes, it's just a redirection or that there are some unfinished business that I need to focus on. If I, if I give up in that moment because I'm so focused on the angle and I'm not trusting that God has really guided me, he's literally grabbing my hand, so to speak, and walking me through through the journey of getting there. If I don't trust that, um, I will forfeit everything. I will give up on everything. I will truly then reshift my mind and think that I'm in control and that will sabotage and break everything. And so I'm just reminded today to just breathe, trust the process, 
keep doing what it is that I can do, but rest in the acknowledgement that I have to trust, trust in the creator to get me through. That's the faith-based side of my situation. I don't know about your situation, but if your situation is, you know, something where you're realizing that you really got to hold tight to the rope of God to get you through or to achieve whatever, whatever it is, then I guess you can share in that, in that space with me as well as far as working on trust, trusting the creator. Now, when it comes to trusting of self, like I remember a time when my mom would tell me, you know, hey, don't do that. It's not going to come out the way you want to, or you're going, you're going into harm's way. And I would completely ignore it. And guess what? Rock smack into harm's way. And at that season of my life, I didn't trust myself. I literally had to pray for discernment. I literally had to pray to really listen to my gut conscience. And it's like I knew I had an int- intuition, but I would ignore it. Um, I just wasn't in a place in my life where I truly trusted myself. And so if you're in that type of season in your life where you're trying to control every single thing. Like I remember I try to control relationships clear as day, as I mentioned, and if I knew better, why didn't I do better theme? Clear as day was gonna fail. And I was just so gung ho about having a boo that um I forced those situations and they completely backfired. And my my myself, my internal self, my internal voice was telling me, Don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. I didn't trust myself, so I wasted a lot of time, energy, and emotions. But I learned from that, humbly that. So if you're in a season like that, like just really pause. Somebody, somebody really near and dear to me told me something that I'm still working to practice in my life today, and it's having a moment of silence, being still and being quiet. That is where you're going to truly find the trust in yourself. Because then you have no noise around you. You don't have social media voice. You don't have your girlfriends or your guy friend voices. You don't have your partner's voice. You don't have your family's voice. You don't have anybody's voice but you. Be still, be silent, and listen to your thoughts. And um, that's a great way to start by trusting yourself because you have nothing but to listen to yourself. And I took some time to be still. I took some time to reflect. And I'm working every single day to listen more and more to myself so that I can trust myself. Trust myself when myself is telling me, hey, this is not healthy for you. Trust myself when myself is telling me like, hey, this is for you. Um, and when I say self, I'm thinking more so of, of the heart because when it came to me, you know, transitioning into the lifestyle that I'm living in now, I was listening to this and this was like, all out of all out of alignment. Uh, one of my good friends and I were talking about the Quran and how in the Quran it talks a lot about the heart. This is where our voice comes from. This is what I believe. Our voice comes from our heart. And so that's another thing, like trusting trusting yourself, believing believing the, the believing yourself. But let me double back on that because a lot of us are listening to negative self talk that was projected by somebody else. So. Before you start trusting yourself, truly make sure you have done the work to figure out, is that truly you or are you regurgitating thoughts, beliefs that somebody projected onto you? Let me shameless plug my workbook, Blossom Into Your Healing Journey. It will help you work through that. Go to www.kianaspeaks.com to cop that. But um, when it comes to also, let me let me end this podcast with, with with talking about trusting people. I think that one is probably the hardest thing to really like work through because once you've seen a pattern behavior of people, you know, betraying you, 
people hurting you, it makes it so, so difficult to trust people. I think it's more easier to do the work and to be in that process of, you know, building or reconnecting with the creator and building and reconnecting with yourself to have trust in those fears, spheres. Um, but I think when it comes to trusting people, it can be really difficult. One thing that I I would say that I like about myself is that I have always had a clean slate syndrome. Self-identified, I don't even know if anybody yet I don't even know if one calls it this, but a clean slate syndrome to me is that if someone hurt me, the next person I meet, I'm not carrying that baggage with me. Now, those effects are still in my mind and it may shift my behavior, but I never put the onus on the other person as if they're going to do that or I expect them to do that. But that's not how everyone processes things. You know, a lot of people who have been hurt, and I just really don't want to generalize, so I'll say there are people. There are people that have been hurt that, you know, one, two, three, 10, 20, 50, however many people have hurt them, it completely counts everybody else out. The only way that you can start to restore having some form of trust in people, meaning the right people, is doing the the work to really identify what the what the wrong people did to you and establishing, you know, forgiveness. Uh, not just forgiveness for those people, but forgiveness for yourself and um, being really clear about your expectations and how you want to be treated and how you want to engage, setting boundaries. That is what's going to enable you to to kind of like reclaim your power in a sense and, and to start working towards trusting people and identifying the right people to trust. But that that takes that definitely takes work. I'm not even going to hold you. That definitely takes work. I kind of feel like I've been rambling, but I do feel a lot better after I've sat here and just reflected on lack of trust and how when you can't trust your creator, when you can't trust yourself, when you feel like you can't trust anybody else, how you put on the armor of control and you try to be the God in your life. You try to be the everything in your life to control everything. And um, the negative aspect of that, how things will backfire, how you'll be frustrated, may even become depressed, how you will you know, make yourself sick, trying to control everything, trying to start the fires and put the fires out. SubhanAllah. But that concludes this episode of Kiana Speaks. I just want to invite you to a wonderful healing opportunity, but you have to believe that you deserve this healing opportunity. And this this program that I'm talking about is called the Blossom Into Your Healing Journey program. It It's an amazing identification program because it enables you to, for once in your life, if you haven't already done the work, identify the why. The why you think the way you do, the way you, you know, why you believe the things that you believe about yourself, your fears. Why do you have that negative self-talk? How did what happened to you at age so-and-so or just yesterday, how did that truly shift the paradigm and who you are? How has that really like um, enabled you to kind of either, you know, crouch in the shadows of others or to stand tall, like whatever, like healing is an ever-evolving journey. And um, 
you will never become your best self unless you, you know, devote time to really processing through the things that have really hurt you and pained you. And being a woman of color, I have seen how it has truly jeopardized generation after generation after generation. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. So if you are interested in learning more about how to embark or blossom into your healing journey, follow me on Instagram at Kiana Speaks. Go to my website, www.kianaspeaks.com. Um, I would love to connect with you. So my DMs are definitely open. My email also is at kianaspeaks at gmail.com. Um, remember to own your story. Remember to uh, always honor yourself and to, to rest when you need to and to listen to yourself and never stop doing the work to heal because you are blossoming. You are blossoming. You are blossoming. All right, stay golden. Peace. Are you someone that suppresses your shame and your guilt around past mistakes or a traumatic experience or two that you've experienced? Were you raised to sweep things under the rug? Do you have negative self-talk that prohibits you from becoming the best version of yourself? Are your fears merely projections that people have placed upon you because they didn't believe in themselves, so they didn't encourage you to believe in yourself? Well, I have a plan for you. Enroll in my program, Blossom Into Your Healing Journey. In this one-on-one coaching session, we will go over your pain points, your limited fears, your triggers, your negative self-talk, all of these roadblocks that have prevented you from becoming the best version of yourself. It is my passion to help black women, women in color, women of color, and women of faith to become the best version of themselves by canceling out those generational curses that have held us hostage to self-sabotaging our lives. If this sounds like you, definitely DM me on Instagram at Kiana Speaks or go to KianaSpeaks.com to apply for my program, Blossom Into Your Healing Journey.